This is a prepaid collect call from an inmate at Florida Correctional Institution. Kevin, per your words, you're 40, okay? We can leave this type of attitude on the playground. I sure did. I wasn't popular, but guess what, bitch? I'm the bully now. And then when he cried, when he got numbed, boo-hoo. You're listening to But, but First, a Big Brother podcast hosted by superfans Nick, Press, and Jill. Welcome back, everyone, to But First. We've had a great first week, I would say, in the Big Brother house. I don't know. What do you guys think? It was really wild to look back at the fact that they moved in a week ago and now somebody's already been evicted because normally by the first eviction, they've been in the house for like 14 days and this was just kind of like, okay, you've, you, poor Keisha probably spent more time in, uh, in quarantine than she did in the house. I hadn't thought about that, but you guys bring up a very good point. Um, I guess that even fed even more. Well, we're going to get into noms obviously quickly, but um, it that really feeds into why Cody put up who he did. Because like even less so does he know these people. You know, it's such an easy out basically. And I think with the first eviction always, like, that is the one where it seems like, yeah, you put up to whatever safe choices or just, you know, you don't know the people yet. So you put them up as your your pick. But so much can change in those first two weeks in terms of just alliances, you know, who they like. I think a lot in the beginning is just like, do we like this person? Do mm-hmm. they make good food or do, do <laughs> they bring us anything? Because I think when when someone's like a safe nom, you feel like, well, if we don't get them out this week, we can definitely get them out like you know, before final six or whatever. And so those people often fly under the radar, especially like someone who can kind of change that house perception of them within 14 days. And I just don't think like in seven days, Keisha was going to be able to do that. Yeah. Well, it was hard though, too, because Keisha said in her exit interview today that she didn't even talk to Cody after he won HOH. Like she wanted to just lay low and she thinks that by she laid too low, so, you know, even she didn't even kind of give herself a chance to make an impression with him. I think that's definitely a big difference between some of these like old school and new school players and sort of the whole etiquette of what you're supposed to do with the mm-hmm. HOH and not. I guess before we talk about like what happened with the eviction and everything, we could kind of just, you know, briefly go through like what happened in, over the first week. And I think the mm-hmm. first like major change this season and something that new that we got to see was the safety suite and how that went down week one. Uh, well, I'm officially team Kaser. Love him. So, 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 so much. <laughs> love. Love. It's Jill's first foray Kaser. I think we will see Kaser have to um, adjust his playing strategy a little bit. I love him and I love the way he plays, but he's never made it to jury even. So um, I think he's going to realize like he needs to adjust, but I loved that he stepped up and played the safety suite. And I loved that obviously he saved Janelle with him. I did not understand why the hell Janelle also played her safety Mm -hmm. suite card. It was very confusing because I also want to know if only one person enters the safety suite, do they automatically become safe? Right. Was there a time deadline? So yes, there was. Yeah, it was an hour. They had an hour to decide whether. No, 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 no. Oh. In the competition. Good question. Uh, 
I don't know. Like, oh, had he not finished it within 15 minutes or something, would, would yeah, no one see, get they it? Were only, they were only trying to get the fastest time between right. them. Right. I think if he was the only one who scanned, he would automatically be safe and he would have been able to pick someone. Yeah. I think there probably would have been a time. Th- so here's my thing, because I had the same question of why would Janelle do it? So here's my thought process that I don't know if it's true or not. They had no clue at this point what the safety suite was or what the competition was going to be or anything. So in the event that like they get disqualified or whatever, like Kaser didn't get it, then it would have been a waste. Oh, you're right. In. Like they just had no clue what you're the correct. safety suite was. So mm-hmm. it's my guess. I, again, I don't really know. I was like, oh, this is so stupid that she's using it. But then the more I thought about it, it was like maybe they were just trying to hedge their bets because they had no clue if somebody – I feel like somebody could walk out there mm-hmm. out of there not being safe. That makes sense, Jill. Well, okay. well thought. Hmm. But now everyone else like now yeah. knows how it works and I feel like – Maybe. We don't know what Janelle and Kaser told them. That's true. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I guess I feel a little bit better about that choice. I thought it was like Janelle just trying to act like she wasn't with Kaser, oh. you know, and, and be like – because I don't know. Would Janelle pick Kaser as her plus she one? She really wanted Keisha to stay, but right. I think she would have picked Kaser. Okay. I think he would have made it clear to her that he was going to be nominated. Mm. Okay. Did anyone else find that competition like very difficult? Yes. <laughs> I honestly don't. Un- I did not understand. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was trying to listen to the sounds and be like, they all, it all sounded the same. I would have been so bad at that. Like I would have been awful. Also, why can't they hang out in the safety suite? I thought they were going to get to like live in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> Funny. Because otherwise it's just like an empty space space and but like also, it's so nice that was a huge space it was huge. i know that's why i thought it was going to be like oh they're vips now and like they get to live in there and try to use their like safety suite position i didn't know i thought it was going to be something else other than just the place where one competition a week is held and <laughs> only you. for the next two weeks <laughs> i know right I guess that covers the safety suite. And so we knew, you know, we saw that Janelle and Kaser were safe, which obviously pleased the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably didn't please Cody too much, but I do have to say the nominations, like is Nick a clairvoyant or what? I've been trying to tell you guys that for years. I'm a witch. So not only did I say who was going to be nominated, but you predicted who would go home week one so yeah i knew and here's the thing maybe it doesn't take a witch like myself to guess that the bro is going to nominate the gay girl (laughs) however he did exactly that and let me tell you i could watch kevin get nominated on a 24 hour feed (laughs) as long as he's providing the tears which guess what he will be because that's all he can do is cry (sighs) And let me just say to all the listeners who reached out after last episode to tell me that they agreed with me about Kevin and told Jill, rightfully so, that she was wrong. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. There's no right or wrong in this situation. Okay. So Kevin on Sunday's episode spent like the entire episode basically groveling to Cody, correct? Yes. Yes. And crying. It did make it did make me veer into the Nick camp a little bit, a little. I still like Kevin, but 
All I'm saying, and and yes, Wednesday's episode did like shift things a little for me more, but on Sunday night, I just felt kind of bad for him. That's all. I, like, I feel bad for him if he was a teenager trying to like surf the like po- like politics of high school but like he's 40 years old and he's crying to Cody and being like you're popular and I'm not I'm just not and that's the baggage I brought with me and it's like then you cut to him like in his like diary room or even in his like segment before coming into the house and he's all like miss Anita Vito I am this this and this and it's like you're not you're just, yeah. you know, it's all an act and I just can't stand it. Um, he should have been the first person to go despite my, you know, witchy predictions. Um, I am furious that, you know, my favorite waitress had to be greeted with an exit video from Kevin, of all people. And, he, and it just, all he did this week was mope around. He had that sad, woe is me face. He might have been putting it on for Keisha a little bit. like. I mean, he was shaking in the... I know, that is true. He did seem truly shocked that it was like 13 to 0 or whatever it was. But yeah. like... Because he probably doesn't actually know how to play Big Brother. But I feel like... like Because Keisha knew she was going. And of course. We're kind of skipping over Vito, but do we really care? Enzo won I the veto. He wrote a banana and... The thing for Vito, which we can get into, is more the fact that like... Um... <laughs> He chose Enzo and Enzo wouldn't even use it on him. It's such a hard thing, though, because the whole house guest choice thing so rarely actually like is a clutch thing because you have it has to be like later in the season almost when you've established an actual like pair or alliance Mm -hmm. or whatever, someone who would truly like go to bat for you. And then so rarely I can only basically say in season eight, did it work where someone said, if I, if I pick you to play the video, will you play and win for me when Jen and Jamika? Oh, like they weren't even aligned, but Jen goes, Jamika, if I pick you, will you, will you and she, like and save she me with it? it because she kept her word. And she, she gave up her chance to play in HOH for like the rest of the season or something. Oh, Jen. Jen, who is one of my all-stars, that is hysterical. <laughs> and I remember Jamika being super religious and being like, I have to keep my word. Right. But that's not how people play Big Brother anymore. And so it's like Enzo could have even said, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll, you know, I'll talk to you about it. Like, which is, you know, he pretended that they thought about you know taking kevin down i don't think that was really like much of a consideration and i just yeah. i felt a little bit for kevin in that moment because it's like yeah he even said oh if i get house guest choice i don't even know who i would pick and it's like yeah i don't know who i would pick either i guess i would just pick someone who i thought sucked so that i would have a better chance of winning uh, yeah. yeah i mean you know but that's kevin for you it's his own fault that he doesn't have any connections with any of these people you know he's been in there for a week he instead of you know, making any type of relationships. All he did was cry and grovel to Enzo and Cody. He had a pretty good relationship with Keisha, but that didn't really help him much in that situation. <laughs> but like, I you know. know, they had some good talks this week, but it didn't really, you know, they're both nominated. So what were you going to do? Right. So it's like, I don't feel bad for him to be like, oh, I don't even know who I would choose. It's like, well, make a friend. 
Okay, but that that's also what you saw, like maybe post the veto, he like, because it seems like him and Nicole A now have a close friendship. It's what you saw. I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> I don't know why I'm defending this kid. You're an adult man. But I just feel that Nick is really on one about him. It's tricky because I think if Kevin hadn't been put up against Keisha, I could have seen like Kaser and Janelle like going to Kevin and saying like, Hey, well, we want to work with you and like, let's keep you and let's, you know, band together as kind of an old school. Cause Kevin, I really think does feel like he's more part of the like old school Alliance, even though I don't know, there isn't one, but it seems like he would have fit in better with them. But clearly that's not really the way the, the game seems to be going, at least at this point, he just, yeah, he didn't do much this week, but he there's still time and this might be the way he plays big brother you know mm. i think he'll just be a floater honestly yeah it was i felt bad because he was really he would have won that veto if he had just freaking locked oh my in God. His, his thing woulda, and like coulda shoulda i know but it's like i don't want enzo to win like what a waste yeah. that you know? seemed hard also that competition the stacking seemed hard difficult yes. i could not really hard the banana thing seemed hard so yeah, we talked a bit about eviction and just how it like was going down with we, we kinda of, Keisha knew she was going home. I think everyone knew she was going home. I don't think she had I think she had some people who said, Oh, if you have the numbers, then I'll vote for you. But that's like such a non show of support. It's like if you can get a majority, then of course I will go with the majority, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um it just felt like she gave up at a certain point and she did feel very much. And I, I kind of get it. Like if you read the EW article uh, interview with her today, like the game was played very differently 11 years ago or 12 years ago, whatever it was. And so it's just like difficult. Like, I mean, obviously we'll get into this, but like, I think Janelle and Case are screwed. Oh yeah. They are huge targets. Yeah. So it's like, it's just this old school versus new school, even though it isn't a thing, it, I think it just is a thing. And like, so yeah, about like eviction, Cody just had like the easiest time of being like, oh yeah, I'm going to put up these two people that I don't really know. It was, it was just so obvious. There was no thought behind it. And it was an easy week for him. And I will say like, not interesting gameplay at all, in my opinion. I know there was like some talk, um, uh, maybe on Wednesday or Thursday morning, even like, I think Janelle saying like, why the hell are we just doing what Cody wants? And I do think that's the biggest difference between like old school and new school plays. Like so often now everyone is like, let's respect the HOH's Mm -hmm. wishes. Like, ew. Yeah. No, no. if the HOH wants to get rid of Keisha, I'm voting Kevin out. Right. Or if you were against Keisha, of course, then you're going to vote, but not because it's what the HOH wishes, you know? I mean, I understand it because that's just how the game's evolved over the years. And, you know, if I were to play, who knows if I would do that. But I feel like it's just how it just shows how much the game has changed that, like, in Janelle's season, she would blatantly be like, I hate you <laughs> to people. Like, she did not hug after, like, you know, nomination ceremonies and things like that. And now it's like just a completely different world. I had to laugh because, you know, during the evictions, this was probably the first time Kaser gave a shout out during an eviction. It's a new thing as of like post Oh, oh yes, I like hate the shout outs. Yeah. And I would be like, I you know, I would be like, I happily vote to evict Kevin. Shout out to Kristen and Jill. Hope you're potting. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, Keisha got 13 votes and she was sent out and I thought she looked, I loved her little, like her oh, pants. Her pants. Outfit was her so pants cute. looked great. Jill, you would look so good in those pants. Oh, yeah. It was like a Jill outfit. It was. Yeah. yeah thank you. Um, I, the mask matched like in a cute way. I thought. I wish you had a red mask because that would have went really well. Yeah. But there was something very like um, creepy about her coming out in silence, wearing a mask, tears going over the mask, oh, no. and like, having to stand by herself. Her speech was creepy. I didn't think so. I have. I feel energy around me, and let me just say, like, I wish the best for some of you. Yeah, because she because Cody and Enzo told her, uh, "We will let you know if you're if you're leaving." Don't uh, worry. Yeah, and they, yeah, and they didn't. So she was mad, and rightfully so. This is all stars. I know. It just was like a weirdly creepy comment. I just feel like if I were on Big Brother, I would be playing until that final speech. Well, the next time that she's my waitress and I'm about to give her a tip, I'm going to be like, here's a real tip. Don't leave. Don't do a creepy exit <laughs> comment. Uh, um, I do have to say, I, I don't know if this is controversial, but I would say number two ugly dress of the season for Julie Chen. Oh, I don't even remember what it was. It, just, it, was, it was fine, I thought. I didn't like the black bow that was like on top. I know, you hate bows, Jill. It didn't go. <laughs> but also, like, Julie, we're not going to a garden party. Like, we're on <laughs> Thursday night. We're on prime time. Let's get snazzy. Like, come yeah. on. I would like to see Julie in, like, a black jumpsuit. Yes. Like, thank you. Like, give me a little bit of something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know it would be, like, cinched with a big bow. <laughs> Well, we'll never forget the season she was pregnant and wore a yeah. snuggie. Uh-huh. That was on Kevin's season. Season 11, yeah. yeah. Also, though, that stage looked so good. with the, yeah, way the video looking. screen. Oh, I want that for my house. <laughs> <laughs> it looked great. So, yeah, after Keisha left, we were we got another one of those quick HOH comps where it's like the answer booths and i really thought julie was gonna malfunction yeah. um but i was getting she, ready to do reset <laughs> oh, janelle i need an answer she does like very aggressively be like answers are locked <laughs> that competition was hard it was hard i i was trying to play i always try to play along and um i got a good chunk of them right but it doesn't matter how many you get right because as mm -hmm. soon as you get one wrong you're out so yeah well, I thought the first one was false and only Kaser and David had it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be Kaser and David. And she was like, true. And I was like, what? I know. I wish like one time that would happen where everyone gets knocked yeah. out on the first question. But, okay. but we have to talk about how horrific that actor or whatever. I don't even want to recognize him. Actor. Okay. No. So I was watching with someone and they were like, yeah, he's on like every season. And I was like, yes. I really think I've blocked this out because of how much I dislike it. You oh, don't remember last season he played like the angry, like he, he was in the house. Basically he's like sometimes the punishment that comes in. Oh, um, I, 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 the cringiness I felt and like the embarrassment I felt. I don't know why. I just like truly was crawling out of my skin. Uh, <laughs> I kind of loved it <laughs> because it's all stars. I kind of wish it was like a past contestant. Yeah, yeah that would have been fun. And then of course Memphis won, which is exciting for me. I thought that was cool. It was his first time ever winning HOH, which is really funny. Yeah. Uh, considering he made it to final two. I just wish he wasn't so aligned with like the bros. 
Yeah. Um, I do have some just interesting notes that I took throughout the week. Great. So the opening credits. Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. Julie, 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 Julie. How? Okay. It's we need to fix season. this. Why aren't they using at least clips from their epi- their previous episodes? That would make the most sense. Not these live, laugh, love like frames from things remembered that you would get at the mall. It is so ugly it makes no sense the the font choice is wild like wild to me it's so so weird kevin uses my chapstick wow looks like you two are more alike than you would have thought i wonder if he pays Uh, for his though (laughs) wow just because i'm sponsored by bert's (laughs) now available at a big near you um the down lowmance Oh, yeah. And that Cody goes, oh, yeah, yeah, totally down low, Lance. Like, I don't think he knows the the term down low. Kevin. Kevin to Cody. Oh, I missed that. LOL. Well, he means it in a, it's where our alliance is on the down low. Oh. Not your down low gay. I know that, but it's a gay man saying it to Cody. Yeah. That's what I, the, think- I don't think, I'm just saying, I think it's like a funny like, it's a funny play on the term down low. And hmm. I think, I mean, think about it. Showmance is a play on romance. romance. Down low mance is like, you I know. I just think it's more like, it's a, it's a, it's on the down low. Yeah. Which means it doesn't exist. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I loved Devon and Bailey coming okay. together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we should talk about the alliances. Uh, yeah. The ones at least that we've been able to track. Well, first and foremost, we have the root. You know what? They are the root of all evil. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand it. And if see, I if I were in an alliance and someone suggested that name to me, I'd be like, um, let's let's keep trying. Let's <laughs> let's try something else. Like, I would not just have immediately agreed to it. It's so ridiculous. It's so obvious that those two would play together. They're I hate the whole like we're just Jersey Bros and like we gotta res- like stand up yeah. for each other. Like, it's so first thought. It's so annoying. And Cody is a ridiculous player who, in week one, made it so obvious that he basically only wanted to play with white people and men until Davon and Bailey basically like presented him with another option, which is sort of, I'm frustrated that they did that, but like his, his shtick is so obvious to me. And not only that, um, I'm the most New Jersey person here. (laughs) And the fact that they're besieging my good name of New Jersey by coming together, it just makes me sick. There's some other ones like the commission, which is, (laughs) Cody and Memphis and then but then the plus four which I don't like the other one so it's Bailey Davon Tyler and Christmas what are they called uh do they have a name like the it was the one it was basically the commission plus those four right I don't think they've come up with the name yet maybe okay and then there's the blessing Oh, God, that's going nowhere. The fact that she thinks that they even deserve to be in the final two is a pipe dream. The Million Club? What's uh, that? Nicole. That's, Nic- 
Yeah, Nicole F. and Ian, because they both won half a million. So oh, a million. cute. Wait, who, my question is, who do you guys think Cody is actually loyal to? I think Memphis. Memphis. Oh, interesting, really? Yeah. But then, I don't know, he kind of made it sound like Enzo. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think it's Memphis because Dan and Derek yeah, somehow like hooked that. them up. Got it. Yeah. But uh, I thought he was going to be like, get this. We're going to be the renegade hitmen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle, like she's floating around. Like she's Cody just seems to be aligned with a lot of people right now. Well, yeah. and you know what? I guess good for him. Cody, when confronted with COVID this week in the house, said, what? I'm just going to get sniffles. Yeah. It's a good clip to watch on YouTube. Recommend it to everybody. Um, so this season, I think I'm paying a little bit attention to what's happening, you know, on the feeds and sort of like in real time um, in and out. So I don't really know, I feel like, where Danielle stands. Do Does anyone sort of know who she wants to play with? So I know that she's not, a, she doesn't like Janelle. She was talking to Christmas about a conversation she had with Janelle and she thinks that she's like, Janelle's like stone cold towards me. Mm. Um, so I think she, and also she Which made a I don't think it's true, but. She also made a comment about not wanting to be in an all girls alliance. So. She's got to keep. She said, I got to keep my boys safe. Yeah, I think Ew. that he, it, I, I could see her going with like Cody, Memphis, mm-hmm. and Tyler. Yeah, okay. That's just. <sighs> I mean, predictably, she was like all over like Cody, like not all over him, like, you know, in a showman's way, but like, like basically all over Cody this week, like constantly hanging out with him, even when she's like shaming him for his like stances on COVID and things like yeah. that. Like she still was like buddy buddied up with him and i i think now that like memphis is hoh i think that behavior will just continue mm-hmm. i do think it would have been interesting to see like if if janelle um or caser had been able to pull out this hoh like to see her suddenly change i think that there is a clear divide in the house and you have those older school players that would be danielle janelle caser keisha kevin and then you have and memphis. but because Memphis is a, you know, like, I was like, because Memphis is more of just like a man's man, he get can get in with Cody and the newer players. Mm-hmm. You can see that the older players are more of the outcasts than, oh, yeah. than we would prefer them to be. And so if I were Danielle, that's exactly what I would be doing. I would be, you know, rubbing Cody's back and saying, you know, like, let's do this in, in, instead of like, hunkering down with the outcasts hmm. maybe for week one i just there's so many other people who then aren't i know like now we know bailey and and davon i guess are like affiliated with the bros i just feel like there's so many people that janelle and caser could like snap up and collect like they they you know janelle seems to have made a, a have a pretty good relationship from what i've seen with nicole a and davon um, and a few others that it just feels like they could make their own kind of power alliance um, to control the numbers, at least in these first few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, I don't know. And like the whole Nicole F is like close with Cody, um, but kind of close with Ian, but then like hates Janelle. It's like, there's just like a lot of weird stuff going in the house this first week. And um, I like you, Jill. I'm paying a lot more attention this year than I, at least, than I did last year, which was zero attention to the feeds. Um, 
I don't know. I can't help. I'm just like always going to root for Janelle, and I can And yeah. so anybody who goes against her, I just I know. Like, <laughs> it's, and it's not like oh, we only care. Like here's the thing. At the end of the day, I w- I love the game, and I'll root for whoever plays it best. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm rooting for Janelle. I'm rooting for Kaser. I would like to see like some of the more like underdoggy players um, mm-hmm. get farther, but. At the end of the day, like I'm, I I want to see like Tyler get back into like dominating the game. I want to see what like Davon and Bailey have up their sleeves. Mm-hmm. Like these are things I want to see just as a fan. So no matter what, like of course me and the pod uh, will support. It's just like right now I'm all about keeping our old schoolers alive. And you guys, there's one name that hasn't come up yet this pod. Christmas! And did you notice the Christmas bells returned? I forgot about her. She she was pretty, I feel like, pretty quiet that first week and kind of a non-factor in my opinion. But, um, you know, maybe that's her strategy and good on her and we'll see. But (laughs) she's not, I don't know what, I mean, I think she was named as part of that one, like, six-person alliance. Yeah, The, the commission pyramid scheme. Yeah. <laughs> it's tricky, though, because it's like Cody's almost got too much going on because he's got Nicole, yeah. he's got Memphis, and he's got Enzo as supposedly, like, all final twos. But you know what? Like, right now, let it ride. Right. I just think, like, you start to run into that Tyler situation where, like, you're going to mm. get found out that you... I think, I think it's a little early for that, and he's just, like, being sa- He's safe. And all those people would work together anyway. It's not like Tyler would be like, wow, I can't believe you told Enzo you would work with him. Now I'm going to turn my back on you. Like, then he would just join them. Welcome to Crunching Numbers, our weekly segment where we take on a mental challenge of our own. This week, as promised, Jill crunched the numbers to see, does Big Brother have more couples than The Bachelor? Jill? Okay, so I have a few things to say on this subject. The first thing is I would like to... uh, make a formal apology to the the unnamed source uh, from last week who said we, you know, that I was wrong, that Julia was wrong. He was in fact, right. (laughs) I did quite a bit of research um, that I found other websites that did this work for me and read them, but I, okay. So here's what I'll say. Here's the basic numbers and get ready to be shocked because I was personally shocked. Big Brother, so the number of couples that are still together, and I have some things to say about that, but the the number is seven. Oh. Okay. What? No. Okay. okay, yes. So, shockingly, and I didn't, this wouldn't have changed anything, but two couples in the last two months have broken up, and I didn't know that. So, apparently, Jackson and Holly are no longer Right. Yeah. And then I, this is just a few weeks old. Haley and Fessy are no longer. Oh, oh. I liked them. But anyways, so it's really only but, seven. Okay. But that are still together. That wasn't necessarily. Well, that's how I was. Hmm. It. What about marriages? Marriages, Big Brother has a beat. 
I don't think so. So what? <laughs> I really just want to go on the record saying I've never seen an episode of The Bachelor. Right, right. I still think Big Brother has been. Right. Well, listen, both me and Julie Chen have this opinion. So like it's not the craziest thing in the whole world. But so the number that I was shocked by that apparently these are okay, so I'm gonna call them relationships from the Bachelor universe that are still together. So we're throwing in Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise, people who were in season but have since met because they were part of bachelor nation so that number is a whopping 21 wow oh, yeah that are so, still together yes that are still together now this blew my mind i there were people i will say there were definitely like people that i didn't even realize or just forgot about because it, there are a lot of instances within bachelor nation where it's like oh, they weren't on the same season, but they met a few years later and now they're married or whatever. And like, I have to count that because it's still sort of- Yeah, absolutely. So I know what you're saying about showmances or marriages or whatever, but that number I think would be hard to beat. So as much as I hate to admit it, um, and if Julie's listening, you know, she'll have to eat eat her words too. But um, I guess The Bachelor has them beat. I guess it does. I maybe if Big Brother had like four spinoff shows, then um... yeah, and that's that's also a big part of it. Like reading it, I was like, okay, there's so many players in this universe, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Well, Jill, thank you for crunching the numbers. <sighs> that's that's disappointing. I know. Um, but I have some numbers that I've crunched this ooh. week that may, might lift our spirits a little bit. Um, I do have to give credit to. Uh, a Reddit thread that my husband found um, that is documenting all of the house guests makeup and skincare products um, that are being shown on the feeds. And this user, uh, Carrie the one on Reddit had a great thread that I've been following closely, mostly just for this first section, which um, is all about Janelle. And let me just say, wow, does Janelle have a lot of products in her makeup bag um, and her skincare bag? It's all, it's like makeup, skincare, hair care, and um, like perfume and stuff. Do you guys want to guess like how many products that have she's shown on the feeds? Oh God, uh, 13. I'll go with 21. This person on Reddit has been able to identify, I think, 49 oh. <laughs> um, specific products that Janelle has highlighted or like, you know, is using the, enough that it's obvious that they've been able to identify the shades of certain <laughs> lipsticks. Oh my God. I'm um, it's amazing. And then they also conveniently linked out to all of the product pages so that you could, you know, buy the product if you really wanted to like channel Janelle, um, you know, in your skincare and beauty routine and wow so what what i did was visit all those 49 plus links <laughs> and uh do the math on how much her makeup bag adds up to you crunched the numbers i crunched the numbers so among these 49 or so products uh some of the featured brands um drunk elephant mm -hmm. tom ford uh, mac nars dior um Givenchy, Charlotte Tilbury, Urban Decay, YSL, Pat McGrath, a lot of really, you know, nice uh, higher end brands. She also has, you know, some Revlon and some more, um, let's say, we'll say drugstore brands. Um, 
accessible brands, but I would say for the most part, they're fairly high-end brands and there's, you know, it's a mixture of skincare, makeup, hair care, as I said. So mm-hmm. do you guys want to try to guess like what I added up the total of her makeup bag to be? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say 1700 Okay, so I am a make- makeup junkie myself. And as soon as I saw this list, I was like, wow, Janelle is fancy. Um, that was my yeah. first, first thought. So I am going to guess, um, I'm going to guess 26.24. Well, um, for playing prices right rules, Jill, you would win. Oh but God. let me just tell you that uh, it's over three thousand dollars. It wow. is thirty one hundred and thirty six dollars. Oh, I was gonna, wow. and that is not including sales tax, which I don't know what what it is in Minnesota, but I'm gonna guess it's a at least seven percent sales tax. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Um, I will say uh, I was floored at some of the prices of these. And I am a, I would say I'm like a skincare junkie, but I actually use like some more affordable, like indie brands and just, you know, I've, I think over the years figured out like what's worth the cost and what's not the Tom Ford foundation, face foundation, makeup foundation, Nick, $150. I thought I paid a lot for my foundation and mine's like 39. I like that you had to be like, it's the Tom Ford Foundation, a face foundation, not like a charity. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) Well, just in case. Um, She has Tom Ford perfume that is $350. And she sprays it in the house? Yeah. Well, apparently Cody sprays a nice cologne that Keisha loves. (laughs) She's been like doing, she did Nicole A's makeup, which I thought was really sweet and cute. And like, she seems to be like fairly, fairly generous with her stuff too, which I think is nice. Like she was letting people use her drunk elephant moisturizer, which like some of those are like 70 to 90. Never let. If I were going to be going away for three months, but like going to be on TV, I would probably pack a, of shit too because you know like even if you get hoh they're not going to give her like tom ford lipstick or things like that in her <laughs> basket so like wow that is, this is truly my favorite segment to date that we've had thank you oh um, thanks. I to say I, someone who is a sephora rouge member which i don't know if any of our loyal listeners know about sephora's rewards program I um, am the highest status at Sephora, and I truly, truly respect Janelle. And <laughs> and I'm just a kind of drunk elephant noob as yeah. a career. And so even I, you know, game respect game. <laughs> Praz, please keep us abreast if any new products. Yeah. Oh, yes. I really like just have to shout out this thread on Reddit the, under the Big Brother Reddit. It was it's been a treat to follow along. Oh, uh, thank you. There was like um, a clip I saw on the feeds and someone like Janelle was showing off like some of her makeup stuff. And then uh, she's like, oh, yeah, here's this and here's that. And I think it was like Kaser. He's like, oh, like, great. Does that work? And she's like, oh, hello. Like she looks, she's like, look at me. I think it works. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved it. I was like, yeah. Love it. So speaking of crunching numbers, there's one number I really want to get to the bottom of. Which guy in the house do you think has the biggest D? (laughs) 
Um, you know, I think we should like let our listeners tackle that one and maybe they can text you their answers. All right. <laughs> and that's been this week's crunching numbers. So obviously Memphis won HOH. Do you guys have any predictions on what you think will happen this week? <sighs> maybe my one prediction might be Nicole A might get nominated what that's so random why i don't know i just feel like random i think nicole a is a good guess Hmm. jill the only prediction i want to say is what does nick predict (laughs) oh my god all right that's true what's the witch the witch calling out the witch i think memphis will nominate nicole a and david and David will go home. Okay. There you have it, listeners. All right. Well, I think I have some maybe supporting information for that, but we can probably go over it in... Spoiler zone! <laughs> okay, we're entering spoiler zone. Again, it's not a crazy spoiler, and we can get into Safety Suite because we, we've now refreshed our internet and seen the you know who's safe, but... Last night after Memphis won, you know, first of all, Memphis goes to bed early. That's something you need to know about Memphis. He goes to bed early in the Big Brother house. So after he won and he got his room, everyone just, you know, was doing the thing where they come in and they're like, oh, hey, oh, congratulations, you know, doing their little like first little quick pitch, like in very quick succession, Ian, then Nicole, then Kaser um, come into uh, Memphis's room one by one and Ian when he was in there it was very much like a oh, hey, yeah I'm really tired and honestly I'm not even gonna think about it tonight and um, kind of like get the fuck out of my room I need to go to sleep um, and Nicole came in and kind of the same thing where he was he said like hey I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I'm telling other people um, I don't have any idea what I'm going to do yet but if I if I were you if I were anyone in this house I would play the safety suite tomorrow and I think um, you know, be- because I don't know where I'm going, I feel like people should play the safety suite and, uh, that, you know, I'll be able to make a better decision once I know who's safe. And she was like, okay, yes, yes. Well, I know you need to go to bed and I know you, you like to go to bed early, but I didn't want to not come in and say congrats. And then that be the reason you nominate me. And he's like, oh no, I wouldn't do that. Blah, blah. I know people do act like that. Like they'll say you didn't talk to me, but but thank you and basically like thank you and, and please leave. And then Kaser came in and I will say Memphis said a little bit of the same thing, but he mm-hmm. definitely said it like, here's what I told them and kind of like, I, you and I are good. I trust you. But like what I'm telling people is like, I don't really have any alliances and like they should, they should play the safety suite. Now, I don't know if that's because he truly feels aligned with Kaser or if he already knows that Kaser played his safety suite last week and can't do that. So he's not going to, obviously use that line with Kaser, like you better play your safety suite. Mm-hmm. That was promising to me that like maybe Memphis will work with Janelle and Kaser this week, but I really don't know. I don't think, I think it's too early for Memphis to make a move like uh, trying to go after Kaser and Janelle, um, maybe like after a veto type situation he would, yeah. but I really do agree with Nick that I think it could be 
I had already said Nicole A. Um, and I think once you said to David, that kind of snapped into focus for me. Like, yeah, I bet he would go for just knowing that we know he's possibly aligned with like six of these other people mm-hmm. and then not even getting into who won the safety suite. I think that that seems like a pretty good prediction that it'll be Nicole A and David. So Christmas won the safety suite and in the last episode we saw Memphis approached her about being in an alliance. Why would mm-hmm. she play the safety suite? I think Kevin and David uh, were talking this morning. They were up before everyone else. I watched the feeds while I was getting ready for work today. And they kind of said, oh, this is what he's telling people. And then they said, yeah, it'll be really telling to see who doesn't play um, in the safety suite because that means they're aligned with him. And I can't remember who said it. It might have been Kevin who said, yeah, or maybe a couple of people who are aligned with Memphis will play just to like throw people off their set. Right. right. And um, the other thing that I think... Uh, David was picking up on was like, of course, Memphis is going to tell everyone except for his allies to play in the safety suite so that next week when it's the last week to play it, Memphis will either win it automatically because he'll be the only one with his, you know, safety VIP pass or whatever it is, or, um, you know, it'll be down to him and his true allies. You know what I'm excited to see uh, is if somebody plays the safety suite to block somebody from getting it. Well, I have to say that the person that Christmas, we didn't mention this, who Christmas gave her plus one to. Crazy. Was Ian. Yeah. So I um, just have to say that I'm fully on board with Ian. I think he's a fantastic person and I really like him and (laughs) I am happy he's on TV and I hope he does well. (laughs) Okay. Well, I just want to say if I was HOH, I would put up Nicole F and Ian because they already won. Yes, totally understandable. Totally. I wonder how the Christmas saving Ian conversation came about. That's sort of interesting. Um, wouldn't have suspected that, but could, it could also be Christmas not trying to show her cards that way too. Like, oh, I don't want to save someone who's in my alliance because then it'll be so clear. Like, who knows? So I think um, as we're recording this, I think they're going to be nom soon. So um, obviously, whenever you're listening to it, you could probably check out online and see or wait to see till Sunday night. So that about wraps up our show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And please keep up messaging us. We love getting the messages throughout the week of what you think is going to happen. So be sure to tweet me at Nick Walsh. Uh, And remember, do unto others as As you you would have have them them do do unto unto you. you. Good night. Good night.